Just great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> My gosh. Welcome back. This is Mary. We took a little break, but we're back. Yeah. A new episode. We did it. We did it. We're out in California for Thanksgiving, and we went to a wedding. Yes, a wedding. We love going to weddings, by the way. Even though we didn't have a traditional wedding of our own, we celebrated the union of our dear friend, Melissa, and uh, that connection official forever to her love, James. So welcome to the club, y'all. The married club and the, the wedding ceremony was actually held at a catholic church which we haven't been to a catholic wedding in a while it was a church in los angeles and it had been a while for both of us since we had been to a mass period um, so we thought we'd take this opportunity to talk about our religious upbringings this week yeah definitely and i think we've kind of hinted at some of our backgrounds in religion but I don't think we've talked about religion directly. Because you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, it's like one of the three three things you're not supposed to talk about on the first date. And I think we we talked about all three of those things on our first date. <laughs> so you should talk about that on your first date. Yes. You, you need to know that your partner is worth <laughs> your time. Yeah, forget that rule. <laughs> Throw that out. <laughs> your, your partner talking off the wall on the first date. You need to know that. Mm. Like, just get out of the way. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so Lauren uh, grew up Catholic in California. Catholic. Catholic. I grew up Southern Baptist in Alabama. However, I did go to Catholic school from kindergarten all the way through senior, uh, senior year of high school. So... Catholic education is an advantage for life. Yeah, I am very familiar with the Catholic education and also with mass. So not like like I'm really in the dark about like the Catholic religion and Lauren's side of the aisle, I guess. But <laughs> but you know, growing up in a Baptist church is different. <laughs> yes, I actually had the option to be Baptist, unbeknownst to me. Um, my dad grew up Baptist, and when my mother and he were discussing like what religion I would be, um, she told him that he was free to take me to church, and that you know I I could go, but you know he would just have to make those arrangements. She wasn't going to; they weren't going to the same church. I'm not sure if my mom was going to church at all during that time, but. Um, I guess it was important to her that I had some sort of religion, have had good religion <laughs> coming from somewhere. So, you know, my dad just never got around to taking me to church. And uh, as a result, when I was like six or seven, my mom uh, started sending me to catechism school. So I went to Sunday school before church. Um, and this was kind of an odd thing, right? Like most kids that are Catholic, you were just baptized as soon as possible, like out of the womb, you know, as soon as you were able to be around people, like it was time to schedule your your baptism. So th I thought that was kind of cool actually, uh, how that worked out for me. And my, 
you know, I kind of had more of an understanding of what was happening um, when I was baptized. And um, when you when you do this kind of at a later age, like not at, you know, baby life, um, you get all like you get your first three sacraments all together all in one day. So I had my baptism, my first communion and uh, first reconciliation, like all in that same kind of time frame. Not in that order, because you have to have your first reconciliation before you can have communion. Anyway, all that said, it felt like I had a little more of a choice, even though I didn't have a choice at all. Like, my mom was like, (laughs) here are these two things. One person's going to be responsible for, if they want to, figuring it out for you and taking you to church. And if they don't, then I'm going to. And you're non-earner, so you don't get any say in the matter but at least I had an understanding like you know I could kind of have discussions with people about like who Jesus was and you know what it meant to receive these sacraments um and I I thought that that was pretty neat of my mother um that she didn't just force it on me and I I think more parents are doing that nowadays too like giving their kids sort of options I'm not sure really if it has anything to do with like this day and age that we're in where so much information is out there in the world. (laughs) Like suddenly kids know like, you know, about all kinds of religions that you didn't know about, you know, maybe during the time that we were growing up. But yeah, I I just felt lucky. And, and, um, you know, growing up in the church, like I was I was what I would consider to be super devout outside of just being a normal teenager where like, okay, you'd like to do something else with your weekend. I was cool with going to church. I was good with like participating in youth group. I was highly involved. I I also went to Catholic school from third grade on and up and through college. I was highly involved in like all the things that you could be involved in. One thing I didn't write down here, I was an altar girl. (laughs) (laughs) I was a lector. Um, I did it all. Like, you know, anything that you could do, I was I was all about. I was in choir, you know, obviously. If you if you've been listening, you know I, I like to sing. So it, it was just it was it was great for me, you know, and I feel lucky to have grown up in the church. I, I don't resent it at all. You know, nothing negative happened to me there. And it was all just awesome like I went to a bunch of retreats my mom got involved with like this community within the Catholic Church called Curcio so I started going to those meetings with her and they had this amazing epic like retreat and you know church was always like just a part of my life growing up and when I went to college and I was away from that community I I made a concentrated effort to find church there too it was easy because there's a giant cathedral on my campus <laughs> um so there was church right for you but they had like a student mass that was in the evenings and i joined the choir on that in that mass and oh it was just awesome um you know and even just talking about it like i feel happy and you know like i that was that was home for me so i think for me you know went to a baptist church and but I also went to Catholic school, so every Friday there would be mass that we were forced in or required to go to. And I actually served as an altar boy there as well, which is really cool. And but then you know on Sundays I would go to Baptist church 
and even sometimes there will be special masses on Sundays where I'll have to go to church twice, both to Catholic church, I think like a 9 a.m. mass and then like 11 a.m. Uh, church service. I definitely feel more connected to like the Baptist side of the church, and I didn't feel like the Catholic church, which church was kind of like my home church. I still kind of feel that way. And yeah, I mean, religion was something that I felt like was not an option. Like, grew up in Alabama. I just kind of felt like you had to do it. Mm-hmm. So I showed up to church every Sunday. Not, I don't think, <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, like, you know, on Sunday, you just want to, like, watch the Disney Channel, <laughs> yeah. you know, or, or just hang out or, like, play basketball or something like that. And it's like, oh, I got to go to church. I got to get dressed up and, oh, you know. So I think for me, like, it's always been this very interesting relationship where, like, I felt like I had to go and I kind of went. Um, I enjoyed my church. I enjoyed church service. I sang on the choir before my voice changed. <laughs> and I think after I turned, six, like, 13, 14, like, when I hit puberty, like, my singing voice just went down the drain. Um, but I used to sing in the church choir. You know, there's also things outside of church, like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Like, that troop was based in my church. My dad and my family, like, were very active and involved in the church. Like, my dad's a deacon of the church. He teaches Sunday school. So church has always been kind of a, like, a foundation in my life. And even now... I, it's always been 20 years since I've lived in Alabama, um, but I still try to go to church because there's still that community there that I grew up with who still love and support me, which I think is very cool and very, very awesome to, to have. Not a lot of people have that. So, you know, church has been this really interesting thing for me. I feel like it's been tough for me to find a church since that point, you know, in college, like the Black Student Union would like have this van that would take you to this one church. You know, like, oh, this is cool, but it's not the same. Mm. When I went to DC, I started going to a mega church, which was definitely not the right look for me <laughs> at all. And I think like since then, I've kind of stopped going to church, but still I try to be religious or spiritual as much as possible. So, yeah, it's just kind of how, how it is now. Like, that's kind of my upbringing. You know, like, there's a lot of people who I think, like, go to church that I know. And I know church has changed now where it's just, like, you don't have to dress up anymore. And, you know, like, they have, you know, not like now Kanye's doing church. Kanye. <laughs> so it's just, like, you know, like, they're kind trying to be more contemporary and, and trying to, you know, because, like, one of the things I didn't really like about church was like you did have to kind of get dressed up and you did have to kind of like do all the things. And um, I'm like, well, for what? You hate dressing up. I, I'm not a fan of dressing up. <laughs> so I, I know the church has changed, but I think it's been, it's been hard for me to recreate that magic of the church that I grew up in. Yeah. So. Well, also for me, I guess I'm when I when I left college. Um, I left a, a thriving community of church-going folk and, you know, religious and spiritual people. Um, at USF, uh, we had a 
university ministry department and it was like in the basement of my sophomore year dorm so I was in there all the time like had to walk by it pretty much constantly to go wherever I was going so I would be in there talking to the staff um, there were student staff there I didn't work in the in their department at all um, but it was still like just ingrained in me in my day-to-day and when I arrived in New York um, I came here through a Catholic organization um, Good Shepherd Services uh, has the Good Shepherd Volunteers and um, through Good Shepherd Volunteers I met some of my lifelong friends um, Melissa being one of them whose wedding we just attended so it's not I think for uh, lack of desire to have that community um uh but after i would say after gsv was over after that year was over i found myself pretty much lost when it came to how to recreate that like you know obviously when i was living at home with my mother i just went to the church that she went to and at school i did have the choice and i chose to go to church and it was nearby it was on campus and it was easy I didn't go to church when I studied abroad so that might be interesting to explore if I'm just out on my own with no one that I actually know like will I actually do the thing that I need to do but here in the city you know I wanted to try and recreate what I had in my childhood so I tried to find an African-American Catholic Church in New York. I ended up at uh, some church in, in Harlem on 140th and like Adam Clayton Powell or something like that. And it just felt old and not what I was really after. I tried going to like the young hip Catholic Church in the city that's like you know run by the Jesuits and gosh I love the Jesuits I'm all about them but like it didn't feel really like it was me and I didn't know how I could get involved um when I found the black catholic church I started like immediately paying tithes and right away I was like I could do this like it's all good I'm gonna be an adult at a church and <laughs> it didn't really pan out like you know, I, I stopped paying tithes eventually, and I didn't go. Like, it was kind of inconvenient. I was living in Astoria, and this was in Harlem, so it was kind of, like, not easy to get to. I think I went to two services there, one where I was like, okay, let's just see what this is all about. And it was weird to me that, like, the choirs were separate, that the men sang at a certain choir and then the women sang or sang at a certain service and then the women sang at a different service and then the children sang at a different service. It was so odd to me. I was like, why wouldn't you get everybody together? It sounds so much more harmonious <laughs> when you have all the harmonies going. Um, and maybe it's changed now. I don't know. I haven't checked. Um, but it was just like, I don't know I really wanted it and then I felt like it was searching for a needle in, ha in a haystack like how many churches are there in New York um, sure I'll try this jazz mass like that sounds cool and it was cool and they serve wine after after jazz mass is over oh word yeah oh jazz mass okay 
I'm with you about that. So that's like the hip, like, I go to Columbia, and this is my Catholic church nearby church. We can go and check it out. <laughs> it's still going on from what I hear. Um, but I don't know. There's just, there's something, there was something that was magic for me about the community I built at USF after having all these amazing community experiences growing up from six until 18, until I left home, that just, I haven't been able to capture here. And maybe it is truly for lack of trying. Um, I don't know how much trying I did. I went to Anne Hathaway's church once. That was interesting. It's like fancy on Upper East Side. It's a very serious, fancy Catholic church. Um, <laughs> was Anne Hathaway there? She was. Oh, that's cool. I was like, look at that. There's Anne Hathaway in, in the congregation. You see all the celebrities in New York. I really do. <laughs> so anyways, I, I, I think I do want it. I don't want to spend the time trying to find it. I'd like for it to be handed to me like it has been my whole life. And, and then just make, make the community from what is there. But yeah, it, it's it's special, like what what I've what I've had up until that point, thirteen years ago, and if I could, if I could just recreate that, I definitely would. Yeah, like I said, it's the same for me. It's like we're trying to recreate the experiences that we had growing up, and I mean, not a new city. We've both been here for over ten years now, but in a different city, a different time, and a different space, and finding that to be difficult. And I think when we first started dating, I don't know, like, I feel like we talked about religion and we talked about, like, Catholicism and things like that. But it wasn't a requirement that we had to go to church or, no. you know. And, and I would never, like, ever do that to someone. Like, even when I was heavy into church, I mean, I didn't date anybody until I got to New York either. <laughs> so maybe there's a correlation there. But... You know, I, I I was never like the preachy, I'm trying to save souls out here thing, even though I was voted most likely to become a nun <laughs> with my high school senior senior superlatives at Sarah High. I, I would never like get into a conversation with someone trying to convert them or force them to do anything that they were not comfortable doing. I don't even recall any conversation where I was just like, yes, I'm a Catholic and I go to church and blah, blah, blah. Like, that was never my MO. I feel like, you know, even as the time went on and we learned of all these awful things happening in the Catholic church, it was probably something I really, you know, subconsciously definitely kept to myself. <laughs> um, and I don't feel bad about that. You know, there is something so beautiful and meditative to me about attending mass and the up and the down and the listening to of the word and the interpretation of the word from you know someone who has spent their life or you know a long period of time of their life studying it and living in a spiritual simple life that is great for me and it 
it works. And I don't think that Catholicism is the only way. It was just the way that was presented to me. And I clicked with it. And I went forward with it. I think if my mother had been Muslim, probably would have happened in the same way. I would have been, been involved in the same youth groups, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the, you know, Islamic faith. If she had been Baptist, same thing. If she had been non-denominational, same thing. I would have tried to realize uh, that community experience in in any of those. I didn't feel like I, I had to be Catholic. It was just something I wanted to do. Yeah. And, I mean, just going back to when we first got together, at that point, previous to me dating you, I was in a relationship with somebody who was very religious. And at that point, I think I was religious, but, like, not to the degree that this person was basically going to youth group a service on Tuesdays and like going to Bible study on Thursdays and you know at that point I was in the music industry and so I'm out at shows and you know doing other things and this person was a member of a church that the service was kind of weird it was very kind of old school in a way the church and just didn't vibe with me but as our relationship got further and further down, it was first like, hey, come to church, but like maybe like every second Sunday. And then I think there was pressure to, to have that to be every Sunday. And then there was a Sunday where I didn't go to church or didn't want to go to church. I think I had brunch plans or something like that. And as I think that like that relationship started to crumble just because her expectation was going to church. Mm-hmm. And my expectation was like, I thought this was optional. well i mean i i guess i could see things from her point of view if like she had built the same type of community and wanted you to be a part of it like in a way i suppose you're kind of i don't i don't know what it's like to be in a relationship and have differing faiths and have someone be like super involved in that community and someone not like I don't I don't know what I would have done in her situation um so I guess you can just consider yourself lucky that it wasn't like it it wasn't that thing for me where I you know where I was like every Sunday and Wednesday and Friday night like you know doing something it it might have turned out differently for us but I like to think that I wouldn't have held you to such expectations. Yeah, and you know, it's it's something that looking back on it, look, I kind of I completely understand where she's coming from. In a lot of ways, that relationship was not a right fit, and <laughs> you know, we cut it off and we you know broke up. And I think that same year I met you, so things oh, work out for a reason. So cute. <laughs> I feel like that was the very interesting part part of my life because that's when religion felt constraining to me Mm. and I think that's one of the things I don't like about religion is that if if you try to indoctrinate me or you try to force something onto me and you haven't done that well one other person that I've dated who tried to do that to me well not really tried but just kind of like hey like check out Buddhism and I checked it out and I was like, oh, I thought this was going to be like, you know, free spirituality. It's like, nope, same indoctrination, mm. same kind of like 
cornering me and trying to tell me all of the virtues of their religion and how it's changed their lives. And I'm like, oh, I thought this religion was not supposed to be about this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of a turnoff and also like making that kind of a precursor to a relationship. It's kind of a turnoff. But again, like there's people who thrive in the faith and, yeah. you know, hopefully this person then both of these people have found people who at least op- more open to that than I was or or of the same faith, you know? But that was something that, like, I was really relieved that you didn't do <laughs> when we first started dating. <laughs> what would have happened? I don't know. This is married would not be a thing for no. us. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Louise. Well, I mean, all that to say, I obviously I don't go to church on a regular basis. I think I've been to church more times in the next in the last month <laughs> than I have this whole year. My dad goes to a mega church. <laughs> um, he's a, a serving deacon at a mega church. Our both our dads are deacons. You heard the story. Like he wasn't really religious for me growing up so i i guess there's if there's hope for him there's hope for us babe maybe we can make it happen (laughs) yeah and and again like all this to say i don't criticize anybody's personal path i just kind of know what my personal path is and it's probably the not the traditional path yeah and if you're cool with it i'm cool with it you know that's that's kind of how i feel about it religion has been a great benefit for a lot of people i know Mm-hmm. And the church has been... Me included. Yeah, I mean, it's been a savior for a lot of people. And it's also been a community, you know, just being African-American and being black in America, like, the church has been a community center for a lot of people, too. So I'll always acknowledge that, um, no matter what, where I end up on the religious spectrum. <laughs> Sometimes, Pete, when you, you say you're not going to church or not as religious, people think that you hate religion and, like, for yeah. me, like that's not the case. I'm sure for you as well. Definitely not. No, I I'm all about all faiths. I'm interested in learning about all faiths too, because they tend to stem all from the same story. Um, so you know, I try to when we go places or you know go abroad, like I try to you know take special note of like what what worship is going on, if any. Yeah, I remember taking a quiz, and apparently the re- religion for me is Shinto, mm. which is the religion of Japan. Mm. So, you know. <laughs> Japanese Shintos, get at Winston. <laughs> we, we'll see. Just don't get at me. Don't yeah. corner me <laughs> and try and indoctrinate me. Yes. Just like, you Let know, him find sl- it on slip me own. some knowledge. Right. And maybe I'll find it on my own. Word. <laughs> Well, this was interesting, husband. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I'm really curious about people who maybe come from more divergent pla- paths. Yes. We were both Christians growing yeah. up. I'm curious, like, Jewish and Muslim, mm. you know, like, what is that like? Yeah. What are those discussions like? Or even, like, Jewish and Christian. Yeah. Because that's very interesting. Just seeing, like, do you celebrate Christmas or not? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> do you celebrate both Hanukkah and Christmas? I know a Jewish family who celebrates Christmas before the children. Mm. 
Wow. Yeah. Like the kids go to a school that's not a Jewish school and they talk about like Christmas and Santa Claus and they come home and they're like, so about this Christmas tree situation. So the parents were like, yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> so they don't feel like outsiders at school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, those are interesting conversations. I would love to, to you know, observe. So yeah. please give us some feedback. This is it's really, I think it'd be really cool to kind of get some different, differing perspectives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on that note, on that note, <laughs> as always, like, share, and subscribe to This Is Married on all of your streaming services and social media channels. And if you need to know what services we're on, just go to thisismarried.us and we'll hook you up with all the channels. And until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs>